0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart.
1: Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company,
0: Golden, Colorado. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak and the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak egg and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. ba ba ba. I participate in McDonald's.
2: Hey, it's Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Fab Podcast. This last winter, I spent most of it writing a new book about the Chicago Blackhawks, and it's finally coming out on November 10th. It's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks. If you're interested in picking up this book, you can get it at any traditional book retailer, but I encourage you to check out independent booksellers in your neighborhood or online. Go to bookshop.org or bookiesbookstores.com to order your copy of The Big 50, the Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks by Me, Jay Zawoski, Forward by Two-Time Stanley Cup Champion Dave Boland, out November tenth from Triumph Books.
0: Welcome everybody to the I'm, I'm Fat, Fat Podcast. Got uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later with Jay Zawoski. That man
1: ate all our shrimp and two plastic
0: lobsters. And Rick Camp out the mist came a beast more stomach than man welcome in to another edition of the i'm fat podcast i am recamp alongside fellow fat jay Zawoski and jay you know it's a good day when the circumstances of life lead you to you know normally having a water to drink during the podcast nope no water in the house no milk in the house no juice in the house so at 11 a.m what am i drinking Spreckers root beer which is
2: delicious by the way i just had one of those the other day they had it at menards <laughs> i, I like, got I, I got mine at jewel yeah i don't know how long this has been in this cooler but i'm gonna get some and it was delicious and they got the locale uh for the diabetes folks like me delicious so good and i had it in my uh you know my little cup holder in my car my wife's like is that a beer i'm like nope that's a spruckers root beer damn it and it's delicious yeah, that, that's a that's a good way to start today my friend welcome in to the I'm fat podcast we uh, appreciate everybody listening you can get in touch with us very easily we're on email I'm fatpod at gmail.com Twitter Instagram Facebook at I'm fat Pod. we've got a patreon page now patreon.com I'm fat the t-shirts are in production as we speak beep, beep, I talked to Chris, yeah I talked to Chris Hubble Our buddy over there at Triple Threat Sports yesterday, he's going to get the order completed. So all of you $20 a month and higher patrons will get your T-shirts soon. I already have the stickers. This week I ordered some buttons. So all kinds of stuff coming uh, for for the I'm Fat Podcast Patreon users and uh, some big news in that department as well coming in the middle of next week. Also, our Ask a Fat feedback episode, Rick and I have decided that every month our feedback episode will be a hot mic so you can watch us and interact with us and ask us questions in real time. The first one will be this Wednesday, September 9th in the afternoon. We got to find the proper time schedule wise, but we'll let you know on all of our social media channels as soon as we know. In the meantime, download the Hot Mic app, H O T M I C, and when you sign up, use promo code I'm FAT. Uh, that will just connect you with us. You'll follow the show, and you'll be notified every time we come on. And that also lets Hot Mike know, hey, how many subscribers is the I'm Fat Podcast bringing in mm. to Hot Mike? It's totally free, but just enter that code, I'm Fat, and it will help us out greatly.
0: Also, it'll make you feel better about yourself because you'll be looking at us instead.
2: Yes, you will see truly how fat we are. And, Rick, speaking of that, you posted a photo of yourself on, I think it was Instagram saying proof that i once had a chin yes that was on facebook you were recently not a fat uh yeah
0: that was 2000 that was 2006
2: okay so maybe not recently
0: yeah that that was (laughs) like sophomore year of college and the thing was even at that point in time i was still like 245 250 so i i can just Pack on the weight and uh you know, I, I carry weight well. And uh that's been my saving grace the last few years at least. But uh but yeah, even going into that was my thing. In the fall semester when I was at NIU, I was always around like 250, 255 because marching band was going on and I was, you know, more active. In the spring semester, shockingly I would balloon up to like oh 270 275 and it was just consistent I don't know exactly how long (laughs) it took me to get from one weight to the other and vice versa but uh but yeah that was kind of my thing whenever I was in college is you could tell what semester it was not by the clothes but by how heavy I was
2: well you do the same for me you can see how far removed I was from high school based on how fat and how sweaty I was in every picture dude I look back on myself in college, I was two 290 for reference. Right now, I'm two like 247 right now. Okay. I was 290 in college. I was a big, fat, fatty, and every picture of me, I'm sweating. Every picture. And I think it was just a combination of, well, college, right? You're drinking, you're eating nothing sure. but junk food all the time. I also was like, at the end of a long-term relationship, and I had like, really strong feelings for a close friend of mine and they were not reciprocated so i was just like really feeling down in the dumps and sad all the time it's like it's hard to be around someone every moment of every day that you have feelings for and they just don't yeah and that can that can definitely eat away at you and then you eat away at everything (laughs) 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 when you're feeling that way um so yeah that man i get was so big and i look at those pictures of me in college i'm like oh my god i look like a different person and i'm still fat like there's no doubt but holy cow like at the time i don't know you see yourself and you don't think much of it right mm-hmm. but holy looking back at those pictures i was a huge bitch <laughs> lord
0: <laughs> see like i look back at myself in college and I'm mad at a, the lack of knowledge for such things that I had at the time. And just like how many dumb things I did also how much I thought I was really fat back then. So like the confidence was down in the dumps from that was, it was all self-inflicted when now I look back at it and I'm, I'm just like, God damn, I could have slayed in college. If I knew, if I had the perspective I have now,
2: dude, and look, even then, even in that state. I was the same way as you. I had no belief in myself as like a dude that would be appealing to girls, right? And mm-hmm. I just, I never thought, I thought my personality was going to get it, right? Was going to win the day. And it helped for sure. But like, I look back on things. <laughs> I've told you these stories before. I'll be like driving my car 20 years later, like, damn it, she wanted to make out. <laughs> like, I just like have the realization. <laughs> like, oh, when that girl came over and she was like, not drunk but tipsy and like oh she forgot to put on undergarments i wonder if she's aware of that of course she's <laughs> aware of it you idiot <laughs> anyway
0: she forgot to put on undergarments it sounds so much more innocent when you say undergarments for whatever well, I was tr- reason
2: i was trying to keep it you know i know we don't have oh i know it's you know we it have some kids funny. that listen but oh my god Anyway, yeah. Anywho, yeah. It's G- been a big week for me though, Rick. I had, uh, I had a, a couple good food experiences. We've got to get to the lead of the day, which I think everyone knows is coming. Yeah. And uh, I am now a Costco member. But let's start the show where we need to. Once again, Taco Bell has torn my cholesterol clogged heart out, and thrown it against the wall, removing among other items the Mexican pizza. Yeah, that's the headliner of this group. Two weeks in a row a pen throw. <laughs> I did work with Hub this week, too. Uh, but <laughs> Speaking of burping on the air. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't understand what Taco Bell's doing here. Like, it's one thing if they came out and said, here is, like, here's where we're moving, and as such... We know these items are fairly popular, or at least really loved, but we are not going to carry them anymore. If there was any logic given, I probably wouldn't still, I wouldn't be happy, but maybe if it's decent enough logic, I could understand where they're coming from. At this point, I mean, Taco Bell just jumped the shark.
2: Yeah, I don't, I'm just, they're saying a more efficient Taco Bell experience during the pandemic nothing there is hard to make. And I don't buy that because how hard is it to scoop some pico de gallo on a taco or to pull some shredded chicken out instead of beef. These are the things you're getting rid of and they don't change the experience. It's It doesn't take longer to grab the spatula or the tongs for chicken than it does to do it for beef. It's the same amount of time to scoop and scoop, right? I don't, I don't understand. And they're getting rid of these things that people truly love like these iconic menu items. Look, everyone gets the plain tacos every now and again. Right. But for the most part, Taco Bell regulars don't just go and say, give me five tacos or whatever. Everyone's got their favorite thing and they keep getting rid of these menu items that everybody loves. And I I, efficiency to me, that's a BS excuse. I'm not buying it. I don't think that's what it is. Maybe they've got some better menu items in mind but where are they where's all the new stuff that's uh, that's making up for this or if they if
0: efficiency truly is the goal have employees that are less high (laughs) that's a thought (laughs) i mean from the people that i know that worked at taco bell at any point in their life pretty much across the board here i don't feel like i'm just painting with a broad brush
2: no yeah, i think it's t- pretty much on the nose <laughs> they give you a drug test and if you don't have enough drugs in your system they don't hire you <laughs> yes <laughs> hang on rick i'm gonna do this in real time okay. There's been going cricket in my basement that's been chirping all week and it's right next to me and i'm gonna kill it hang on do it i mean set it free out the back door that's what i meant come here <laughs> oh you bastard Okay, hey, go live free, Jiminy. All right. Go out. Yep. Go out the window. I definitely <laughs> didn't kill you. Okay. <laughs> Handled. He's out. He's outside with his friends now. Let it be known that
0: a chase was won by a fact.
2: Rick, give me a minute. Give me a minute. He was three feet to my left and he jumped once. <laughs> I'm out of breath i am sweating profusely that's the most i've done all pandemic
0: i mean this is this feels like a rarity for me we're doing this podcast and i'm actually wearing a shirt that has sleeves
2: whoa fancy look at you
0: right you i mean you (laughs) like i get made fun of enough at the score for my attire because it's just a t-shirt and shorts and or jeans but uh now yeah when I've been at home if I know I'm not going anywhere for a day what's the point it's athletic shorts and it's a no sleeve and we're calling it a day
2: sun's out guns out Rick you know the policy yeah. um but yeah back to Taco Bell uh I and I do like the new nacho box the I think it's the grande nacho box it's called that's good I had it a second time and it wasn't as good the second time um but it's still very tasty but it's just like it's just frustrating you know what? I know like we sort of joke about this stuff But we're getting to the point now with Taco Bell where it's kind of like, really, what is the plan here? What is the reasoning and what is the plan? If anyone who listens works at a Taco Bell, manages a Taco Bell, we'll keep your name private, but email us. I'm fatpod at gmail.com and try to explain to us, like, what is the actual reasoning for this? Is it truly more difficult to make a Mexican? I could see a Mexican pizza could be a time consuming thing to make. Sure right there's steps to it you got to get the, you got to spread the meat evenly I get that one but try to explain to us what makes those items that have been removed more difficult to manage and how they're they make the the management of the uh, production less efficient because I don't I'm not buying it but I I am allowing for the possibility that I might not know
0: yeah I I think that's 100% fair now, I do want to remind everybody, because I did in the beginning, to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you have not already. We've gotten a lot of new reviews lately, uh, and we really appreciate those. So if you can, on your favorite podcast platform, you know, Apple, preferably. Uh, I know what I do for, for podcasts that I really like. I don't listen to them on Apple, but I do the reviews on yeah. Apple, because I know that's what is most beneficial to podcasts. So do as you wish with that. We can uh, we can only recommend now, as we've been trying to you know, really lead the cause against Taco Bell and what they've been doing lately, we have someone that is, if nothing else, a fat at heart, a normie that is a fat at heart that is really trying to do something that he views as beneficial in the food community that clearly is run by fats. So... <laughs> Did you see and hear what happened in Lincoln, Nebraska this week?
2: Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. Should we, should we just play the audio for the good people? Yeah, let's play it right here. I
1: promise I won't take up too much of your time here. My name is Andrew Christensen. Uh, I live at 1212 Twin Ridge Road. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are ca- throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the, excuse me, I'm trying to, Yeah. excuse me, come on. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around to pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from, it grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones.
2: All right, now, Rick, he had me. He had me, all right? And you know, you and I, we both prefer boneless wings. But I get his point that they're not wings. They're just nuggets or tenders or whatever. But when when he threw his little line in there, his clever little line of call them trash, he lost me don't we we talk on all the time on this podcast we do not food shame don't go off on people who like boneless wings okay his point's correct they're not wings they're not true but but to call them trash is is just wrong that was that was my only issue but the best part of that is where somebody laughed and he stopped and was like can you please i'm, I'm <laughs> that was i have the really fo- good <laughs> i have the floor
0: <laughs> okay so of the options given do you believe any of them are an acceptable substitute? Reminder, he said you could call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. You could call them wet tenders. You could call them saucy
2: nugs or the other thing that you didn't like. I'm See, they're, they're not tenders either. Right. Tenders are different. Tenders, I would say, though, yeah, no, they're not tenders. Tenders are long and thin. And they're like cut from a certain part of the breast. A boneless wing is a chunk. I think that Buffalo nugs is the right thing to say. Okay. Or like Buffalo bites might be the most like true to form because it's, they're not always wet either. You can get a dry rub on those things too. And I'm definitely getting wings for lunch. Thank you for leading this conversation. As I'm talking, I'm thinking (laughs) about the desert heat. I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. I love that, man. The desert heat dry rub. the b-dubs is outstanding
0: i like the uh, chipotle barbecue rub i'll try that too that one is very good yeah like my normal is however many i get i go half and half on the uh honey barbecue and the chipotle barbecue rub
2: you can't go wrong no but but i'm with this guy i and i the way he presented it was very well said well done um but yeah the only issue i took was him calling him trash but look his point stands i do think that boneless wings could find a new name i think the point of calling them boneless wings in the first place was to communicate to people you're going to get the same experience you're just not going to get messy and i think it worked but buffalo bites or buffalo nugs whatever you want to call them they send the same message all i know
0: is that my car needs new brake pads when i go in i am going to ask
2: for boneless auto repair (laughs) yes no bones please please don't bone me when you repair my car <laughs> and when i say bone i mean like screw over financially not the other form of bone
0: no of course not
2: uh all right let's let's uh switch gears real quick as i stumble out of that awkward uh <laughs> thing i just said tell you about our friends over at dr Squatch natural soap company boy the i'm fat podcast listeners have really done great in joining Squatch nation we get emails all the time about how people love it and rick last week I think it was maybe two weeks ago, actually, my Mars bar soap arrived. That's one of their promotional scents for a limited time. Yeah. That thing smells amazing. When I come down my basement stairs, my in, my shower's in the basement, as soon as I turn the corner down the stairs, the smell of the Mars bar is there and it is delightful. I have found myself literally walking to the shower because I do, when I'm on the air with the, the, the Bernstein show, I'm across the hall from my shower. I've literally walked in there just to smell the soap. Go to drsquatch.com, take that Squatch quiz on the top right corner there. And when you check out, use promo code I'm Fat to save 20% on your order and help the podcast. Right now, they've got a bunch of uh bundles going on. So you can get some soap, the hair care kit, all those things, those bundles in a more affordable package. I recommend, like I said, the Mars bar if there's any left, the Pine Tar. Uh, The cold brew cleanse, the cool, fresh aloe. Those are all my favorites. And make sure, pro tip, get yourself that soap saver. You're investing in premium soap. It's going to make those thick bricks last longer. Get the soap saver. Get a couple couple bars of soap, and you'll be good. DrSquatch.com. Use that promo code. I'm fat at checkout to save.
0: So, Jay, I know you ended that very well right there, but I have to add. The Eucalyptus Greek yogurt started that bar this week. Mm. And it is really really nice. Love the smell of it uh, you know me where I, when I find one thing I like from a place I just tend to stick with it. so like, yes going to a different bar off of the cool fresh aloe a little anxious about that but I love it. I love the eucalyptus Greek yogurt. it's more it's a more subtle smell but it's still a really nice smell. Uh, and yeah I, I love that and I have my soap saver now. So I'm all good. This one's going to last longer. And really, even without the soap saver, the the, uh, cool fresh aloe lasted longer than I thought it was going to. So having that now just proves how much longer that can help make it last and how much each bar is a good value. Even though you're paying for a premium soap, you get the premium quality and the longevity, too.
2: Well, the the premium soap is what makes it work. That's why your skin is better. Your hair is better. Everything's better. I got a Bay rum bar on deck because my wife smelled that. She's like, "Ooh, I like this. I'm like noted it's on the it's in the on-deck circle on the uh, on my Dr. Squatch. I got the Mars bar and the pine tar on rotation right now. Anyway, big news for me this week, Rick. Yes, there was a Groupon. I became a Costco member and we went to Costco. I've been there before, but we went to Costco as a family for the first time as true members and buddy i don't know if i need 100 taquitos but i'm gonna buy them (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) yes so so cool i haven't been for quite a while when i was living in geneva uh my mother-in-law had the subscription i don't know someone did and we would go in and it was definitely an experience and it's just one i haven't had for a while so yeah, I, I'm kind of jealous, to be honest.
2: So here's, I got to tell you this, by the way, here's what happened. I got this from Groupon. So the deal was 60 bucks for the like second tier membership, okay. which is what it costs, but then they mail you a $40 gift card. So it's like, okay, a $20 a year membership. So I had to bring the email that I printed to go get my cards made. So we're sitting in like the customer service area and then Hope takes Addie to the washroom. There's a woman in line takes her mask off to sneeze what <laughs> she's in line she goes ah, grabs the mask with her palm and pulls it down and just sneezes bah! <laughs> like into the aisle and puts her mask back up in costco on a light day there's 75 million people in there
0: seriously that's and a, like that's a you don't get the show <laughs> moment <laughs>
2: Yes, it was like a simultaneous everyone in every aisle turn their head like, are you freaking kidding me? At the same time, <laughs> like what? Like the world stopped. The world stood still to stare at this woman. It's like, bum, what bum, are you doing? <laughs> like, and I'm sure it wasn't like, I don't care about these people. I'm just going to sneeze. It was just like a mental lapse. Right. You know, and I had the other day I had to sneeze. I was walking out of a store and I had to sneeze and I'm like, oh, I guess this is happening. I'm sneezing into my mask. And sure enough, the mask was done after I did that. I'm like, well, won't be using this one anymore. Uh, Man, but that was the grossest thing. But man, Costco, I got, uh, so first trip, we're like, let's pace ourselves, right? Let's not go crazy. Got um, two packs of flautas. Okay. Rolled chicken flautas. They had like black bean, corn, really, really good. Um, we got, um, uh, the taquitos I mentioned, it wasn't a hundred, it was like 35 or, but it was some big box of it. Um, what was that? A really good thing. Oh, the two big tubs of chicken tortilla soup. Oh, okay. that is so good there. And then we got this, uh, pre-sliced pork, almost like slider slices. And it comes pre-marinated. We're going to grill those today. If it ever stops raining, man, I am so excited to be a Costco member because there's so much crap there. I don't need but I want so badly. Yes. <laughs> you can buy a whole. You know, you talk about um, the burger place by you. That's halal. Mm-hmm. You can buy a whole lamb. It's wow. like just hanging in the cooler. It's actually walking around. <laughs> that one is slit its throat right there in the aisle. Here he goes. We'll let it bleed. out. Put its head over the side of the cart there so it bleeds out properly. No, it's like all wrapped. You can just buy. It. And I said to Addie, like, do you want to take that home? She's like, what is that? I'm like, that's a lamb. That is a that is a full lamb. That kind of grossed her out, but anyway yeah. it's cool i'm very i'm very pleased to be a costco member um but man that that sneeze was that was one for the ages man that That's might be awesome. aside from the cherry eating guy behind me at meyer <laughs> that might be the i told that story right yeah the guy spitting cherry pits on me um the sneeze in costco might be the biggest holy crap what the hell are you doing moment
0: okay so on the Uh, twitter i there was i think it was asked of the podcast in general of a guy was visiting family in naperville and wanted to know a couple places to get some food so i just want to give a couple of the recommendations on the podcast now one of them i have not been to but i have heard multiple people say good things about so that one is red arrow it's a bar And apparently has really good food. It's on, I believe it's on Washington Street. (laughs) So you can find that there. Uh, Q Barbecue, which is a place that I know we both love. Uh, Really good barbecue there. That's in downtown Naperville. Also, uh, actually down the street from Red Arrow, there's a Beatty's Mongolian Grill, which is just, you know, it's chain. And it's a very Americanized version of a stir fry place. But I'm here for it so there's that and empire burgers and brew this is like right on the uh, other like riverwalk thing in naperville Mm -hmm. went there once really really good stuff and it's one of those places that i'm trying to find a reason to go back but just haven't found that yet it was i'm trying to i'm looking at the menu right now to see if i remember exactly what we got but okay yep we had poutine fries oh says Ellsworth cheese curds, cheddar, gravy, bacon, sour cream. Yes. yes I know sour please. cream
2: for you. Not so much. That's fine. I can move it aside.
0: But yeah, there's, and then I have the brisket, barbecue brisket sandwich, with ha, which have beer barbecue sauce, cheddar, apple cabbage slaw. Ooh, Found a slaw that I'm interested in. Apple cabbage slaw, and it's on a pretzel roll.
2: So come yep. on. That sounds good. I have two Naperville places of my own. Uh, front street cantina really good, yeah great mexican what i like about that place is they clearly put your entire plate in the oven and then it comes out like almost too hot to touch but everything is super super hot and fresh and delicious and of course cookie dough creations uh 22 west chicago which is literally an ice cream shop but instead of tubs of ice cream they have tubs of cookie dough well they have both like you could do both if you want to it's
0: crazy like i had only i The first time I went there, I was like, okay, so it's like little bits of cookie dough with your ice cream. It's like, no, it's just like, here's one heaping scoop of ice cream. Here's also one heaping scoop of cookie dough. Enjoy.
2: Yeah. That place is uh, not healthy.
0: No, no, not (laughs) particularly. Also, uh, if you go to Front Street Cantina, you just walk down the street. I feel like there's not as many Cold Stone creameries around anymore. And there's a cold stone there that is still functioning, and it is
2: awesome. There's one that's like two blocks from my house, and we never go because of DQ. I feel bad for him. But we've been there. I've probably been there half a dozen times since we lived here. The so, cookie don't I, it's
0: you so want good. some is so good. That's that's it's my go
2: to there. I just, whatever I'm in the mood for, I just have him smash it all into my cold stone. All right, before we get to Ask a Fats, I have a story here. Okay. This is from Fox 23 News. In California, a California man had an answer to a fire threatening his property and workshop. This bud's for you, Chad Little. Used cans of Bud Light to help douse the flames from the complex that were burning his shop. It was a it was burning on the wood below, and I didn't have any water. Little told the television station, "I had one barrel with a little bit of water in it, and I tried using that, but it didn't work." That's when Little grabbed some cans of beer and began spraying the flames. When I ripped up the sheet metal, it had a nail. So I was just shaking the cans, popping it in and spraying them. I was popping it out and grabbing another one. Little had sent his family to safety as the fire burned closer to his home Wednesday morning. He stayed back because the family had already lost a home and an attic fire in 2015. And the home's renovations were scheduled to be completed later this year. Then this happens, Little said. I'm like, nope, I can't. I can't let it go. Little said he thought he had the resources to fight the fire, but did not count on the water being turned off. My buddies all tease me about drinking water beer. Hey, it helps save my shop. So there you go.
0: Could you, so so is it say, are we saying that Stone Cold Steve Austin should be a firefighter?
2: <laughs> yes, seriously. So Chad Little saved his shop with a 36-pack of Bud Light, the closest thing to water you'll get. And I do not beer shame either. No. I love crappy beer. I'm a Miller High Life guy myself. I drink it every day. Uh, so Chad Little, congratulations on saving the shop. And being the hero for the fat community that you are, you have our respect and admiration.
0: I'm looking over to my right towards the kitchen, and we have Natterdays on deck. So oh, you I are fine. You. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, one quick thing. One more quick thing before we go to Ask a Fats. I, j- I just saw this pass on Twitter. It is a ridiculous taco that one of the many food bo- food porn accounts tweeted out. You take the chicken cutlet, you fry it, you put it in the taco holder, so the chicken cutlet is the shell. You load it with mac and cheese and bacon bites.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. I'm in. Oh, and apparently this is but this is buffalo chicken cu- a buffalo chicken cutlet.
2: Yeah, that that's good. I will have that. Yes. So,
0: if you're looking for something new to try and really get fr- uh, get frisky with it, there you go. <laughs> so, that's odd wording, but we're going to roll with it, and now we're <laughs> going to get to your Ask-A-Fact questions.
1: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name and Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The, the name your price plan tool. Plan Only from Progressive. <laughs> the owl and a fowl of the comatose cockswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats.
2: All right, first ask a fat comes from our guy our unpaid producer Rush Schneider he says do you agree with my premise that there are so many specialty flavors of traditional favorites almost too many for example we don't need 14 types of m ms all we need is plain and peanut peanut m ms cold out of the fridge are amazing this sort of piggybacks on our Oreo conversation from last week I look I think there are too many varieties like the M&M is a really specific one and true like do I need coffee M&Ms probably not but I will say like the crispy M&M the pretzel M&M the caramel M&M sometimes I have a taste for those very specific things but the goat of M&Ms are the original and the peanut there's no doubt about it and when I get a hankering for peanut m&ms there's not much i can do about it you just have to have it it's so good there's i know you don't like peanuts mm-hmm. but peanut m&ms especially and he's right cold peanut m&ms are amazing well that's
0: like the only way that like three musketeers or a charleston shoe like when you consider what they're like cold their level goes way way up
2: i don't think i've had a cold three musketeers and that's one of my go-tos really I'm gonna have to try that. Do you freeze it or just put it in a fridge? Freeze it. All right. Well, I'll just have to go buy a case just to Hold make on. sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. That yeah, that. And obviously the Charleston chew is the one that everybody knows.
2: Now that's see, to me, that would be a challenge because it's already kind of difficult to eat a Charleston chew. It's a little bit pulley, I guess is a word for Are it. Are right? you
0: saying the Charleston chew may be chewy? <laughs> yes, but if you freeze it, it's gonna be even harder to eat. No, because then it just brick then it just breaks off. Oh
2: Interesting.
0: And then and then it warms back up in your mouth. So it gets chewable.
2: I'm just gonna let that sit there. You can go ahead with your next question.
0: Yep. <laughs> this question comes from Blake. I know that fatness is a state of mind, but is the XL threshold the dividing line between normies and fats? This to is me. In, in reference to shirts mostly.
2: Yeah. Here's the thing. I think as Americans, we've gotten to the point we're a normie man wears an XL. I agree. Like if you're going, if if I had to order a hundred shirts for I'm fat, right? And and they said, we only have one, you can only choose one size, which isn't the case. But if it was, I would go with XL because I feel like that accommodates most people. Right, because it, sometimes it's not even width, sometimes it's height.
0: They people right. like I know people that I see shopping in the big and tall section, that are skinny, but they're like 6'5", you know? And at that point, you're you're like right on that edge of, of, you know, not needing, of needing a tall or not. So sometimes I see people swim in shirts just to be able to get the tall aspect of it. So, you know, because it's not often that you see just like an XLT. Normally, if you want yeah, to... Yeah, that's hard to find. A, yeah, if you want to get a tall, you normally have to start at 2XL. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm with you because... Like when I look at, like I look at my brothers who both are, they're like one's five nine, one's five ten, and they're both very much in shape, and they both mostly wear larges, so I don't consider them to be the average. They're on like the you know the lighter end of average. So absolutely an XL should be the standard now if you wanted to, to raise everything up a threshold to XL and up pretty much going to be a fat i think you're pretty safe there
2: yeah that's true at least a little portly yes um all right this is long and i ask you all to bear with me and i'm like i'm not gonna read this It's too long then i read it and i'm like we have to share this this is from kyle he says hi fats i'm hoping you can weigh in here As I'm either a terrible person or have perhaps discovered a food hack worthy of Bernstein's Whole Foods bacon secret the other night I'm scrolling through uber eats for places that will deliver probably 12 30 a.m or so not feeling pizza but I noticed that IHOP is open and available after going through their huge menu I find three or four things that I'd eat I want buffalo tenders with fries and french toast and bacon (laughs) pancakes sound real good too Need I mention, I'm baked at the time as well. No, you did not need to mention no, that. not at all. No. We got what you got, <laughs> buffalo tenders and French toast. Thank you. I don't want to get the whole order of multiple items. That's just too much, so I decide on just the tenders. That should do the trick. As I'm checking out, a message pops up asking if I want to add anything, and an option for kids' chicken tenders pops up. A light goes off. Perhaps I can get those kids' tenders with a side of buffalo, and can drag my four-year-old out of bed if needed. <laughs> the full order of French toast, that'll do. Perfect, that's my order. Go to checkout, same message pops up. This time, there's a message for over 55 burger and fries. Long story short, the over 55 menu, which has like 25 options, is nearly half the price and just slightly smaller portions. You do, however, get a second side, and you get to add any of the following for free. Two pancakes, garlic bread, or toast. My order ended up being here we go (laughs) kids chicken tenders with fries so that's two tenders and a good amount of fries for 4.99 the over 55 buffalo chicken tenders mashed potatoes steamed broccoli so that's four tenders and huge sides plus garlic bread for 6.99 the over 55 french toast with two bacon plus two free full-size buttermilk pancakes 6.19 the total i kid you not was 19.17 dollars 17 that's what I'm talking about. There. Kyle, congratulations. That is to be baked and and have the the presence of mind to realize what what possibility has this been thrust in front of you. That's remarkable on its own. But man, you really did. You you the system, you exploited it very very well and you got everything you wanted and probably more. He does add that he did not finish the broccoli because it was too green. <laughs> see
0: is that the only two green thing that he's just like you know what no uh
2: but yeah no he did not avoid any other green that night i promise no. you that
0: <laughs> so the reason that he's not a bad guy for doing this is because it's not like it's a zero thing. it's not like him getting the kids tenders took away tenders from somebody else same with over 55 stuff if you doing that were taking away from some, you know, some old person being able to get their French toast or whatever, then you then are kind of a bad guy. But in this case, you're just working the system that's always trying to work against
2: all of us. So, you know, <laughs> Godspeed to you. Well, and look, the system was convincing you to do this. You right. were trying to just do your standard order. Like, how about this? Hey, have you thought about this? It's like, no, I hadn't. Thank you for letting me know. That's what we did a Portillo's mobile order yesterday. Uh, actually, we didn't. I started doing it. I'm like, you know what? I just want Chipotle, so I canceled the order. But as I was placing the Chipotle Portillo's order, it's like, do you want to put this in there too? Hey, you look like someone who likes cake, huh? Uh-huh. Just hit add to cart. It just keeps popping up suggestions to add to your order. It's it's like it's just Peter Griffin when he's in Congress. <laughs> come on,
0: <laughs> come on. That's
2: exactly what happened. That is Portillo <laughs> just keeps popping up. Hey, what about this? Hey, did you forget we have ribs? No, I didn't forget you had ribs. Of course not. But actually kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
0: All right. This one comes from John. Do you have any odd food habits or traditions? He says when he gets an Italian beef, the bag is torn open and used as a placemat and fries are always on the left.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought that was standard where you unwrap the beef and then the wrapper becomes your plate.
0: But this is saying the bag, not the wrapper. Oh, the
2: bag. Okay. I'll use the bag for fries sometimes because it has a better uh, like, surface for ketchup if you're going to dip your fries in ketchup. Mm-hmm. my Mine's kind of different. It's a thing I do is every time I get a ham and cheese of any kind, I have to fill it with Doritos. Interesting. I've done it so often now that the tastes are synonymous. So if I have a ham and cheese, I need that Dorito taste. And the only exception is if I'm at Arby's because Doritos are not an option there. But then I get the ham and cheese and I have to have the Arby's sauce. So I get that like kind of spicy, smoky taste on its own from the Arby's sauce. So that, that to me, like when I heard the question first, that was really the thing. But I'm trying to think like I will say when I make a plate, the entrees on the left and the sides are on the right.
0: Yeah, I'm actually with you on that.
2: Yeah, but that's that's just so like if someone puts a plate in front of me, I will rotate it. So the entrees, and I'm left-handed, so that could be why. So like, if I get like a steak with potatoes, the steaks on the left, potatoes and corn, whatever, is on the right. I don't know. Is that for weird?
0: A, for a steak, I actually think I'm opposite because of the you know the right hand being right-handed. Right. But like for a burger or something, no, it's generally entree on the left. The other thing that I think of that you've seen me do a million times is I am someone that separates my Skittles by color. Yes, you do. So, I I don't know, like, some the only way I normally combine them, I think the, a lot of people don't like the lemon. I do, but I think the lemon's versatile. You could pair it with the grape. You could pair it with the cherry, but most of the time, I'll just go, you know, right in order of color. I go from ones I like, the ones I like the least to the ones I like the most. So, green goes first because the green ones are trash and they never should have switched them (laughs) to uh to apple from uh lime then the orange then the lemon then your grape then your cherry and depending on how i'm feeling that day maybe i'll take i'll split those lemons between the grape and the cherry and do some combos
2: oh i like that that's a good idea the only thing i do that too and i'm trying to think of Oh, OK. I talked last week about the uh, I'm having trouble finding the Haribo Coke bottles on their own. Yes. So when I get the star mix, whatever handful I grab, I always save my favorites for last. I always save the Coke bottles for last. And if I ever have a cereal like a Lucky Charms, it's like half cereal, half candy. I will eat the crappy part first. So I just have a bowl of of marshmallows left. I do that all the time. OK. Um, But that's sort of on the same vein, like save the best part for last. I oh, do that didn't often. You, did
0: we talk about the fact that they're releasing like a Lucky Charms thing where it's just the marshmallows?
2: I don't think we did on the podcast, but I'm I, as, even though I just said I just said that that's how we eat Lucky Charms. I don't know if I could get myself to make that purchase. It just, you know, how I talk how we talk about like getting fried chicken for lunch. Like that's become like there's some invisible line for me and that's it. Mm hmm. I think ordering a box or going to buy a box of just marshmallow cereal. That might be a, a fridge too far. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just that's uh well done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a Simpsons line. I stole it. Sure How about positive. you? Would you would you um, buy that?
0: Um, Probably I would do it once. I would definitely do it once to try it. But other yeah. than that, I'm guessing I would like the first few bites a lot. Uh, then it would get old pretty quick and at that point i'd probably be like okay if someone has this i'll eat it but uh, i don't know that i'll go seek it out ever again
2: yeah yep i same i'll try it one time just to say i did it but yeah i just can't see like pouring a bowl of that and feeling good about myself
0: oh i don't care about that i just think <laughs> for me it's just all about the taste
2: all right got one here from seth he said if the fats had an animal mascot what would it be
0: well, it's got to be something like either a rhino
2: or elephant. Elephant. Too obvious. Maybe. I kind of like, like a rhino because it leaves in like the healthier fats or like the, the buff fats, you know?
0: Yeah, a little bit. What? Oh, my God. Why am I blanking? Um, What's the, what's the actual name for the sea cow? It's in Florida. Oh, manatee.
2: Manatee. Thank That's you. That's pretty good. That's pretty it, good. It
0: looks dopey. It's not taken serious.
2: Yeah, it's but lazy. A lot
0: of people love it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm here for the manatee.
2: Okay. Yeah. Let's go with that. The manatee sounds good. Or so- the womanatee because we do not discriminate. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Why do you I
0: feel do better about yourself now no, saying No, I feel
2: worse. Good.
0: You probably should. <laughs> I do. So, Oh, so when I was in elementary school, you know how uh, a lot of schools would do like the bring in change for to, so we can protect whichever animal it is Yeah, this year. So when my elementary school did that one year for manatees and I've always, you know, always loved manatees because, you know, always been a fat, if not really, then at heart, but it just so happened, I guess the year that I was doing that, you know how everybody's grandparents had the giant thing of change that they've just been waiting for the reason to cash it all in or whatever? Yes. Yeah. My grandma was done with all the pennies, and this was a penny drive. So I roll into school with bags <laughs> filled with with pennies that are in the, in the rolls and everything. I brought in enough to, quote unquote, adopt a manatee by myself.
2: Was it the back of your car like dragging on the ground because you had so much change in the trunk?
0: Yeah, like I remember that was one of those first times when you when like you you're carrying something really heavy and just those indentation marks are on your hand the rest of the day. Yes, that was one of those days.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, that reminds me, a couple video game things. Uh, we've been talking about video games the last few weeks. Uh, the change dragging on the ground thing, the tail of your car. I started watching this documentary on Netflix called High Score. It's about the history of video games. And the guy who invented Pac-Man. Wait, was it Pac-? No, it Space Invaders. He's like, I didn't realize how successful this was until I saw a Brinks truck pull up. And literally the fender was sparking on the ground. There was so much change in the car. So that's that oh, image. Wow. I ended up buying Madden because I'm a sucker. Yeah. And okay. My favorite video game ever remember there was an NBA, there was an NHL version of NBA Jam. It was called two on two open ice challenge Mm -hmm. made by Midway. Pat Foley was on the call. The arcade version had like Ronick, Chelios, Daze, Savard. It's like two on two, same idea as NBA Jam, you know, you're on fire, all that stuff. For 25 years, I've held on to the PlayStation one disc of that game in hopes that the newest system would become backwards compatible for PS1 games. The PlayStation 5, which is out, I think in November, is not going to be. So I went mm. on Facebook Marketplace and I found someone selling a PlayStation 1. So I'm going out to Lockport to pick up a PlayStation 1 for 20 bucks so I can play my favorite game. I have held on to the damn disc for 25 years. It's moved from apartment to apartment to apartment to home to home with me in hopes that this would somehow come back it's finally happening i'm like screw it i'm just gonna go buy a playstation one i found for 20 bucks in lockport i'm gonna go pick it up this week so that's exciting for me and no one else
0: that's that's awesome okay so this is not even really podcast related but it's on the tv in front of me uh clearly because i watched on the basketball tnt is on my screen at almost at all times star wars is on the cantina scene is on And who do you think popped into my head? Ben Finfer. Yes, Ben Finfer. (laughs) Because of the the damn spankation. Oh, when (laughs) when that
2: aired, I'm like, I'm gonna get fired. Okay, so for those that don't listen to this core, and I know we have a few. Oh my
0: god, that was so funny.
2: Ben Finfer (laughs) was my co-producer with Bernstein or with Spiegel and McNight. No,pe which show is it? Spiegel and McNeil. Yeah. Uh, and he was a big star Wars guy, kind of a, I love Ben. He's hilarious. He's super smart, but geeky. And he would admit, admit as much. So he was on vacation. We're like, what's he doing? Like he's probably sitting home watching star Wars and taking care of himself. So I made a, I edited together a piece of audio that was the star Wars cantina music and me just pulling on my cheek (laughs) like that. And I'm like, all right, this is fine. And then we aired it. And I'm like, it I'm going to lose my job. So bad. I'm going to lose my job for this. It was so graphic and so <laughs> real. And then like, you know, Matt Spiegel does nothing to bail me out. Right. Or he doesn't like cut it short. He just laughs the whole time. And Mac is like, oh, no, you can hear like off <laughs> mic. Like, I'm like, cut it. Like, cut it. It's too, it's too graphic. And it's Shep on the board. He's like, doesn't know how to stop audio from playing. Right. And uh, oh, my God, I thought that was my last day. <laughs> oh my god that was graphic but yes every time i hear that music too i think of the moment i almost lost my job
0: <laughs> that is one of my favorite things that ever aired
2: rick you know what would have made that easier for ben why manscaped
0: you know it's really true because if ben had the perfect package there meaning the lawnmower 3.0 of course you know, things would have been a little bit more tidy. And one thing that I have undersold, and this is on me about the lawnmower 3.0, waterproof. You could do that in the shower. You could take care. It could be one fell swoop. You get in the shower, you know, just work your way down your body with your soap, with your shampoo, whatever. And then you know what? You do that. To use the lawnmower 3.0, you get out of the shower, you've got the crop preserver, And if you want all this stuff, all that convenience, all the high quality nature of all these things that you get in the perfect package, go to manscaped.com, promo code IMFAT, save 20% and get free shipping. The free shipping, always key. You need to factor that in. So whether it's the lawnmower 3.0 with the ceramic blade, the Quiet Touch technology, the 7,000 RPMs, working to get you looking your best and feeling your best, You've got that, you've got the crop preserver, the crop revival, which helps out for those, you know, midday instances where you run home, you're between errands, going to work, whatever. That's there to freshen you up a little bit. You've got your hair stuff from them as well. Also that travel bag, the shed is really good for, you know, whenever you feel safe going anywhere again, staying somewhere overnight. It not only fits all your manscape products, it can fit your toiletries as well. So, a lot of great stuff through Manscape. So, highly recommend it. It's been great for us. I know we both use Manscaped. We were kind of skeptical when we started, but hey, it's been great. I'm very happy that we work with Manscaped because I know it's made my life better. So go to manscaped.com and use promo code I'm fat for 20% off and free shipping.
2: The quality of Manscaped really can't be uh, said enough. It is high quality stuff. Because I, I, I didn't know what to expect either. Like you said, we were sort of skeptical. That stuff arrived. I'm like, this is all premium quality stuff. It's totally worth the purchase. Totally worth the, the perfect package. Is, is a worthy investment. And that free shipping. Nothing's worse than paying for shipping. Aside from paying for an oil change or new tires. Those are the two worst things oh, to pay for. Yes. All right. I got one more here. All and right. uh, it's a little bit serious. But it's it's nice. And, and it's nice to get these uh, now and again. This note from Tom. I would like to thank you and Rick to know you have helped me g- keep going during the worst time of my life. And I lost my brother in 1986. My woman left me five months ago, and I've barely been able to sleep. I've been listening to you guys repeatedly. Love hearing about all the food we do not have in Iowa. And you guys just seem like decent folks. Longtime score listener, first time PMer. Also, I'm not not dead guy. So Tom, thank you for the note. Uh, glad we were able to help out. That's the idea here. And, and I know You know sometimes rick and i feel like we're shouting into the void and no one hears this but when we get notes like that um it means a lot i'm glad we could help you through i know you know just being able to laugh and and focus on things other than all the seriousness in the world or in your life um, we're happy to provide that and i hope that uh i know tom's not alone in that but appreciate the note tom thanks for reaching out i told tom we're going to send him out a nice package of uh i have had podcast t-shirts and buttons and uh stickers that you can get from our patreon site but because of the nice note i'm going to send one of those out to tom as well so uh tom stay well man Just keep keep going stay uh, stick with it and uh, things will pick up and uh in the meantime we'll be here for you if you need us all right
0: absolutely and feel free to scout food in iowa for us too because it's a bit of a blind spot because why would you go to iowa
2: my first corn review is from <laughs> joe's corn <laughs>
0: I mean, you can, I will say tailgating an Iowa football game is legit.
2: Yeah. And Iowa city is some good ass food. I I, I joke, but Iowa city is a cool place.
0: It really is. Like now it's been a long time since I went there, but I remember going there for when NIU played out there and I don't even remember what year anymore, but just the fact of the community feel of it, you can be walking up one of the main streets, headed to the stadium And I remember we saw in someone's backyard, there were a few people, you know, milling around and they had some sort of like apple bourbon drink going on with some barbecue meatballs. And it was like five bucks to just get yourself a, a huge plate and a drink and just, you know, get your drink and you can take the food to go, whatever you want to do. And it's just like in this person's backyard, they couldn't be nicer. Like their whole family is just kind of there helping out. And it was awesome. So yeah, Iowa City is a place that, for the food scene, I would 100% go back to.
2: Yeah, I, I had a great time there. The weirdest thing happened, by the way, I know we're getting long here, but this story, whenever I think of Iowa City, I think of this. Um, my friend uh, had a premature son. She lives out of state. I have not seen her since we graduated uh, college. And this is a couple of years ago. This is when Chris Bryant was in Iowa. So this would be 2014, yeah, 2014. Took the family there to see Chris Bryant and Javi play. And we're just like milling about in uh, like a park in Iowa City before the game. And this kid is playing with Addy, this little kid. You know, you could tell he's like a little guy, you know, running around, running around. And I, I go, is that, I swear to God, that kid is my friend's son. I turn around, there's my friend who I had not seen in any context since college. Her kid and my kid just found each other and started playing together
0: wow
2: it was like the weirdest small world thing and me and her name's kate we looked at each other like oh my god like what are the odds of not only us running into each other in a place where neither of us live but of all these kids playing here of those two with no prior history of course meeting up and playing together he was there to get you know some tests done because he the the university of iowa is who who treated him after he was born Mm -hmm. so they were there for a checkup and we were there for a cubs game and I haven't seen her since. It's just like, it's so cool. Like, that's such a small world thing that these two kids of the 30 or 40 at the park, they chose each other and played together for about 20 minutes before I even realized, like, that kid looks familiar. And then there, sure enough, there was my friend right next to us. Very cool. That is cool.
0: Every once in a while, you need something random like that to happen to just be like, okay, hey, something positive happened. Yes. Especially I should use one year. of those soon. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, really.
0: All right. Well. Thank you to everybody, as always, for being part of the community here. Follow us on all our social media at I'm Fat Pod. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Become part of the Patreon if you can. You know, we obviously accept anything. If you get $5, you get a sticker, $20, you get a shirt. Uh subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And remember the hot mic feedback episode Wednesday afternoon exact time to be determined so keep an eye out on all the social media at i'm fat pod for more details on that and check out our sponsors dr squatch and manscaped so 4 j i'm rick and this is the i'm fat podcast all right i think we got a lot accomplished here today with metro by t-mobile your hard-earned money goes further
1: Try on glasses with Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On.
2: Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenny.com, Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95.